And now, it's time for Steamy Potential. A podcast about great ideas for terrible TV shows. It's your hosts, Nick and Daniel. Welcome to Steamy Potential. Oh, great. Excellent. That'll sync up real nice. Mm, nicely for us. My name is Daniel Manane. And my name is Nick Conway. Mm. And this is Steamy Potential. And we are. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we are professional <laughs> friends uh, who are yes. doing a podcast uh, intercontinentally. Um, mm. Love that. And intercontinentally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> intercontinentally, incontinently, and highly incompetently. <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. You sure can. So... That's kind of our catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, Copyright. But we also have a catchphrase, which is that we mm, pitch pilots to each other. Um, great ideas for terrible TV shows, I think, is the running slogan of the show, well, although I'm not totally sure what it means. Although occasionally we say sticking with great it. ideas for great TV shows and sometimes terrible ideas for terrible TV shows. It's a real mix and mash. Yeah. You, never, you never know what you're going to get with us. No. And that's kind of part of the game right we ourselves don't really know what the hell these uh pitches are going to come out like until we've done them and to have kind of broken the story and fleshed them out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and put them through the ringer and the goal here is that we will for. produce 100 ideas for television shows mm. uh with the goal of picking one of those hundred and taking them in to a real producer and doing a real mm. pitch um so and that is up to you the viewer get to vote on what your favourite yes. pitch is. So far, I think we've pulled at least 55 pitches out of our assholes and mm-hmm. slapped them onto the airwaves yeah. uh, with the yeah. millions of other podcasts, the overcrammed, yeah, yeah. overpopulated... It's like a prolapse party in here. Mm. Can't move, can't breathe. There's too much podcast. But we are carving yeah. our, little, our little shelf in the... Cliff face in the what? Oh, okay, <laughs> of Mount Shitmore, oh, Mount <laughs> Shitty fucking podcast more. Um, yeah, so come along with us on this journey as we we mm. find them, we find these ideas, we're pitching them, we're throwing them. Yeah. One hundred television show ideas. Can it be done? Yes, well, probably. Yes, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depends. Depends how quality like the, the ideas need to be. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's fine. Um, do you want to let me know what you've been inspired by this week? What TV shows have I been watching this week? Um, I've actually been watching a lot of Star Trek. I'm back on the Star Trek train. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's always good. Great. Which, uh, which era? Next gen. Next gen. Um, okay. The, uh... I took a tough game when I asked yeah, what era, you, but yeah, okay. any answer you give is total nonsensical. Total. Picard. What does next Picard. gen mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, okay. the big one. The Jean Luc, the the longest running, I believe, of the of the Trek series. Yeah. Uh, you know, watched watched a few of the movies, the Pine films. I really, I really like the the that kind of the the new Star Trek films. I think they're they're really fun. Um, mm-hmm. And and also, you know, uh, Tarantino was was pipped to do the fourth one. He said he was he said he's only ever going to do ten films, but he'd love to do a Star well. Trek. And um, they had him, and he was on board, and he had a yeah. script, and then. 
I don't know what happened. But it had just too much black. At some point, he was, yeah, he was, yeah. was too racist. <laughs> well, like, we can't do that. <laughs> uh, Mr. Tarantino, yeah. you can get away with, you know, dropping the N-word and all that stuff in yours, but you can't do it in Star Trek. We're, we're, we're PC no. here. Um, yes. And, uh, but no, he fell off. He said that he was happy to offer notes for the first cut, and he thought that the idea for the film was really good, but he just, he drifted creatively. From hmm. from the project, which is a shame because oh, putting a putting a putting a Tarantino next to a Star Trek film would oh that would be just so much fun. I would mm. love to see. I that. I mean, that would make me want to watch Star. Trek. Yeah, I think it'd make a starters. lot of people want to watch Star Trek, which excites yeah. me as as a, as a fan of of the tracks, <laughs> as a seller, as as a purveyor of fine tracks. Yes. <laughs> um, it's funny how like that seems to happen a lot, right? Where they get a director or a writer, and and then they just cycle through directors, get stuck in development hell or whatever. I wonder if we are going to have to battle with that issue of getting our dream director, and then they just fall off. I really hope so. I wonder why it even happens. I want to. Ex- I, I want to experience so that. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. Mm. You're like. You know, someone, I mean, and, and especially like, I think there's just so many directives and creators out there. It's like, if someone was like, hey, here's a Star Trek film for you to direct, like, mm-hmm. fuck, you'd think you'd just hold on to that thing with like, dear life. Yeah. Right? You're like, this yeah. is a guaranteed hit. This is like, there's, there's a solid fan base. People are going to flock even if they fucking hate it. You know, so I, I just don't understand when they just kind of cycle with like some director like, ah, nah. <laughs> What do you mean, nah? Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> People would kill. It's also really, really alien to me because, you know, our experience is writing musicals and some musicals get directed by people, but typically ours don't because um, we're afraid of anyone improving it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so the idea of having a director at all is thrilling. And then the idea of actually having more than one because their quality is not high enough is is also, I mean, that's an exhilarating idea. Also, new writers, I mean... We'll write a show, and then we'll just put it out, the first draft. Yeah. No editing, no revision. So, the idea of, like, going through writers is, yeah, that's mind-boggling. Oh, absolutely. Revision, improving, these are all alien concepts. Um, but I'm excited to try them one day. And, and don't get me wrong, we've certainly done multiple versions of a show. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that we've yeah. revised and redrafted. It's just to say that we've <laughs> no, dropped no. that idea. <laughs> Kept the same title and rewritten the whole thing, which is insane. (laughs) To say editing implies kind of a trial and error process of improvement, that's not this. This is just keep the name, burn it down, start again with no lessons learned. You know, we, we have a production company called George Glass, and each year we usually produce a new show, and there's just no rhyme or reason behind what... What those shows are, audiences are always confused because there's no theme here. You know, someone says, oh, we're going to go watch a fucking Michael Bay film. You know what you're going to get. Or like an yeah. M. Night Shyamalan yeah. film. You know what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and that's, I think that's something to strive for uh, as a writer. Mm. <laughs> have, a, have a tone. unpredictable. <laughs> Esotericism. Oh, okay. Actually, pick a tone. Pick a tone. Pick a lane. Like, yeah, like build yeah. a fan base. Like, you know, don't just fucking... You know, like Stephen King yeah. started writing romance. He'd, people would be like, okay. Like, you know, like... They, it's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm Actually, in the mood ap- for that, you know. Since it's relevant um, to, to what we're talking about, we uh, I was in Chicago this last weekend. We saw this really good play... Um, 
if any listeners are out there who want to check it out in Chicago, it's called Infinite Wrench. And they write, I think, five new plays each week, five, three, three to seven new plays each week. And each is a micro play. It goes for like between 10 seconds and three minutes. And they try and put really on 30 pushing the boundaries in an hour. What a play in the sketches, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. That's true. I, like I thought I saw it as a set of sketches. Yep. Um, but a lot of them are not funny, right? So that's I. So yeah, I don't bad know what it, sketches. Yep, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the sketches I couldn't think of a punchline for. <laughs> um, you know, like most sketches. <laughs> um, so really, I mean, a cool idea and kind of similar to this, similar to this podcast in a sense, which is like, can you? Um, can you capture an idea in a very short amount of time without really having the time to flesh it out in any way, but capture the sort of nugget, the oyster of, of the idea? The delicacy. Mm, the apricot of the the chuck apricot. What's the name of that candy? Fruit chuck. Fruit chuck, mate. Thank you. Sorry, mate. I'm too busy in my fucking... Pogna pond a frog, frog in a pond. I have no idea what saying. you're saying to me or our many listener listening to this. I'm drunk as a skunk. <laughs> um, do you want to throw some ideas at each other? Okay, yep, that was. Oh, uh, we just okay, dropping that, uh, dropping that topic and <laughs> moving, moving on. You, you kind of, I feel like you got halfway um, no, through we can that continue story, the topic. and then you. Happy to, happy to, happy to. Shall we? Shall Great. we pitch an idea? Yes. Um, yes. Whose turn is it to go first? Is it Nick boys or your boys? Um, it's a good question, and it doesn't really matter. Really good question. Why do I feel like I went first last time? You may have. All right. I tell you what. I've got two ideas in the bank. Okay. I've got Great. one that is a uh, reality TV show, which is probably one of the worst things I've ever come up with. The other Perfect. is a um, is a drama. What what would you like to hear? Um, let's lower that bar, okay, real low, so we can clamber over it. Great reality TV show it is then. Mm-hmm. This show is called Eye of Truth. Mm. In this reality dating show, trying to keep it fresh, people are paired up Good. with their potential partners. A rigorous personality test determines perfect matches. Perfect matches. Mm-hmm. The potential partners are then rigged up in special suits that invert their bodies, cover them entirely, and expose only their assholes. <laughs> Cameras are set up in the face piece of the mask of the suit that feed directly from your asshole. You see what your asshole sees, and considering your body is inverted, and it is where your mm-hmm. head would generally be, you see... Yeah, what a, what you normally see, but just from your asshole. Your partner has the same thing going on. Potential partners will then go on dates, rigged up in these suits. They'll go to the zoo, out to dinner, with only their assholes exposed. They'll not see what each other looks mm-hmm. like, but they will see each other's assholes. They talk, asshole to asshole. Sometimes they fart, sometimes they do a little vomit. The body's inverted. And restaurant dates are usually at a cheese-heavy restaurant. The suits also keep things a little spread, so it's hard to hold on to any potential gas. <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> occasionally we see a kiss, asshole to asshole. This is where real love will win. The truth, the eye of truth will reveal all. It's the eye of truth. Yeah. 
good tagline. Um, I think possibly this is a case where you can polish a turd with the tagline. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> maybe that's going to save it. Uh, so, okay, it took a few goes for me to understand what you meant by inverted. Like, there's... F- they have to walk around on their hands? Yeah, so no? I, I actually picture them in a... Or they're flipped inside out. No, <laughs> no yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're upside down, upside down. Like um, like when someone says, like, okay. invert a can, and they just mean turn upside down. I don't know if you've heard that in recipes mm. very often. I've never, <laughs> never heard that. Uh, I guess I don't hang out with the same crowd. You know, it's common in... Uh, I'm, I'm showing my cards. It's common in beer brewing. They're like, invert the can, and then mm. all the syrup drop to the bottom. Anyway. Okay. Um, yes. I, I actually kind of picture them on a special railing system that we set up. So, they just kind of like slide around. <laughs> railing is the right expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, they're on a special railing system and they kind of like... S- okay. Kind of like Pokemon Snap. <clears throat> exactly like Pokemon Snap. And imagine the camera right. is an asshole and your date <laughs> and you just kind of... And the humans around you are the Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. And the police are the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except maybe you're in the suits. There's no genitals. It's just like a bomb in the asshole. Um, okay, so, I mean, wh- is the asshole exposed? It's keeps. It sounds a lot like you see the you see the button. Yeah, yeah, asshole's exposed. Okay. And a little spread. That is a genital. Let's be honest. That's a genital. Yeah, okay. Do we think that's a genital? Yeah, a genital. I mean, you can see, like, I feel like I feel like, like it's perfectly fine to moon someone. Everyone's like, oh, great, moon. But if you get your dick out and show someone, that's problematic. Do you know what I mean? Like, exposing asshole, kind of funny. Exposing penis, you're an offender. You're a pest. Yeah, that's, that's certainly no you're good. You're a sex pest. I feel like, I mean, I, we're kind of getting sidetracked, but just <laughs> if I can voice my opinion, I think it would be that mooning without a spread is fine. But if you spread and kind of present the button, then it, then it's getting into like... You're showing your insides territory, mm. and no one should see your insides. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure how I feel. I don't know if I agree. Okay, I, don't know, I just feel a bit different about the asshole. It's like it's an asshole. It's not like all got him. Yeah, is that that's the thing, right? Like we've all got him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like if you want to see one, you can just go and do it now. Yeah, exactly. Almost. Re- I mean, regardless of any particular of your anatomy. Yeah, everyone's got an asshole. That is the one mm. thing that we have. That also could be the name of the show. Everyone's got an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Um, no, no, you're, you've you've settled on the right thing. I have yeah. Um, so so okay, <laughs> whatever it is, they're on some sort of pulley system, yep. and the interesting thing here is is that they see what their asshole would see, but now they're upside down. So actually, maybe it's. Maybe it makes less sense. They did, Maybe they might as well just keep walking around, like top top side up. Right. I guess it's just they have a better vantage point if they're upside down. You know, I guess it's, it's like, you know, a little camera rigged up next to their arsehole so they can see what their arsehole sees. And their arsehole would be where they're... <laughs> no, I get it. But now their arsehole is where their face would yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> so... Why not? Why why the why the rigmarole of like setting up a camera on their arse? Why not just have them walk around... Um, wouldn't the more like weird experience be to have them walk around with the camera on their asshole? Well, I think because you know what I mean. When you walk, your 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 cheeks yeah. are, they kind of like go together, so you can't really like you know, unless you're kind of like walking in a weird <laughs> squat. Like you know, your asshole's not going to see anything. I know, and you're just going to see the okay. ground. You know, well, you don't see that. Okay, let me boil. Okay, 
let me try and bridge bridge this almost insurmountable gap between us. Yeah. It sounds like for you, the important part of the show is that we get to see people's assholes <laughs> a lot. And don't get me wrong, I ta- take my hat off to that. I think that's really cool. And moreover, that we see couples assholes. I want to see in, two assholes looking each other in the eye in the mud button. Yeah. Like discussing things. Uh, right. I that's that's for you. It's the image of two people sitting at a candlelit dinner yeah. and with their assholes looking at each yeah. other rather than what it feels like for the contestants. This is all about the viewer. The even <laughs> the visuals. Yeah, yeah this is this reality <laughs> TV. This is for the viewer. I mean, okay, just yeah. I, basically I was like, you know, reality shows are great and they keep mm-hmm. reinventing. I think I just saw an ad on a bus for like, it's Hey You, which is a streaming mm-hmm. service, a new streaming service that is only reality TV show. So oh, okay. Whew, big gamble. Exclusive and like, like the picture on it was like when you're hungover and you can't be bothered or something and it's just like someone's sitting there yeah. and it's like yeah great like we like i just want to watch trash fine yeah. and the amount of dating shows like they've just got like everything's like this most reality tv shows are about dating finding love and mm. they they you know like basically it's like let's just throw curveballs right into mm. that idea let's Let's do them blind dates. Let's put them on an island where they can't escape. Let's make them marry each other at first sight. Let's, there's like, yeah. and then I saw one on Netflix, which was like the monsters, like monsters or something. Like they dress them, they give them like incredible prosthetics and makeup and they look like monsters and they mm-hmm. have to like date looking like freaky monsters. I was like, I was like, okay. okay, what is, what's, where, what's, what's the like, what's the ultimate? What's, how far can we yeah, take that? I see, take and that. And I really yeah. was like, yeah, like obviously there's some good stuff there, but you know what is like a hard place to dress up? The asshole. Like mm-hmm. at least, you know. Almost impossible. And also I want to point out, it's like, yeah, all these monsters are kind of dressed up, but you know that they're all hot. <laughs> like. You know, it's like it's like Beauty yeah, and the yeah. Geek. Like, I, I I know some people that got like invited to do Beauty and the Geek, and they were like mm-hmm. kind of attractive. Like, like I had a friend who he like runs triathlons, and he's a good looking guy. And they're like, "Would you like to be on Beauty mm-hmm. and the Geek?" As one of the geeks, and it's like you know, like we ask you to grow like a kind of a ratty mustache, and we're gonna like trim <laughs> yeah, your yeah, hair like this, and like make it look like a nerd. And then you know they have the yeah. transformation. It's like, wow, this person's pretty good looking. It's like, yeah. Yeah, they always were. Everyone in these shows yeah. are hot. It's never like a gamble yeah. like, oh, I, so I want these people, some of them are going to be ugly as fucking old shit. Mm-hmm. All right. I want regular yeah. looking people, but you just got, you're just staring at some assholes. Right. Let's just yeah. get these assholes yeah, yeah. out. Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter how ugly they are, right? Because it's all assholes all the time. Once you've seen each other's assholes, it's like mm-hmm. fucking now we're, we've, we've cut through now. Like. It is a very powerful statement on non-superficial, like, coupling and really getting to know each other for who you deeply are, your personalities and your beliefs and worldview. And Daniel, that is my dream. (laughs) Also funny seeing those assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Drinking wine. Eating a... (laughs) Fondue. Again, we'll rig up little hands so they can like kind of mop, mop their little hole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. it's all done by like 
Frank Oz and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, all yeah, Muppet. Yeah, yeah, that's stuff. the hosts. The hosts of the show are Kermit and Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's for kids, but kids are not allowed they to watch it. They are not allowed to watch that. <laughs> they cannot see these assholes. Imagine s- spending all the time and money pitching it for kids and making it, filming it, and it's all like Muppets hosting it, and it's kind of fun. They go to like the zoo. And then you go to put it on TV and it gets rated. <laughs> I mean, ah. <laughs> Extreme nudity. Yeah. Look, we can dress some of these you, assholes up as doing? well, by the way. We can put a little bit of mascara around them. A little bit of, like a wig. Well, I, well, now you're heading back towards superficial sort of aesthetics. Do you want to do it or don't you want to do it? I, I think we need to make Do you want to challenge the status quo? <laughs> you're right. You're right. Sorry, I lost, I lost my way. And thank God you're yeah. here to pull me back into line. I appreciate that. Because it sounds like you, we might get in the room and they're like, let's dolly up these. Let's gussy up these assholes. Let's put a little wig. you're going to have to stay strong. I want, yeah, this one exactly. needs a monocle. Let's yeah. have it. Look. Let's get some Botox <laughs> into the, the rim. <laughs> Tighten up those let's rims. Let's get them a little, little puffy, huh? Mm. Can we just like blur out that little skin tag? And you're going to have to say, no, that's not what this show is. They're like... Do you think you can do that? 30 years of pooing out of this asshole has made it very brown. Can we can we mm-hmm. can we bleach this up? And it's like, no. That is interesting. Is is that why they're brown? Maybe you're right. I mean I just assume they were kind of like that. Okay, but I guess I've never really seen a baby's asshole. Yeah, I guess if like if you bleach you bleach your asshole, mm-hmm. right? To like yeah. to make it I guess white, and then and then you what? And then it goes back to its regular color. I assume it's I getting so. stained. <laughs> Interesting, stained. Yeah, maybe you're I right. Mean, I assume these are the. I mean, these are the questions that like the show should ask. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I think we'll get a um a biologist. We'll get a doctor on. Uh, to deliver facts about assholes, and also like maybe good. just talk about the general health of some of the assholes that we're seeing as well. Um, yeah, good. Kind of like how dating shows get psychologists and yeah, like couples therapists on to like narrate. Yeah. Uh, now what we've seen here is he's uh, putting himself forward, but she's really not ready to commit. Whereas this will be like a, a, a rectum specialist. Yeah, exactly. So now. What we're seeing here is a severe degeneration of the ability for the anus to hold in turds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, and, you know, and I think there'll be a nice highlight reel of all the farts. I think, I think it'll be really entertaining Will to it? watch assholes fart. <laughs> Will it? <sighs> I mean, look, the show's about love. Yeah. Okay, so that's first, first oh, of okay. all. <laughs> I'm so confused what the show was about. Dan, it's because a, a little simple, bit. It's about seeing assholes farting, and then sometimes I it's about love. I want to see assholes. Yes, in love. Is that yeah, is that hard? Is that so hard in this crazy world that we live in that two people can meet mm-hmm. and we put aside looks and wealth and education, decency, and decency, <laughs> yep. and we just get standards right down to it. What does your asshole look like? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And will you agree for us to film it? (laughs) More importantly, who will agree? Will anyone agree to this? We are going to give you $15,000 for this show. Okay. Just a cash grab. I mean, that will attract a certain 
caliber of participant who just needs the cash. Yeah, we're going straight to the casino, finding people <laughs> okay. who just straight lost straight to the doggies. A lot of money, at desperate people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> inviting them straight to the trots to yeah. invert their bodies and expose their assholes. Well, yeah, for money, <laughs> for love. <laughs> For lo- sorry, for love. Sorry. Comes with money, but for, for love. love. Um, and, and so, the rules of this game show are they have never met, right? It's Never met. It's a, it's a match-up game yep. based on personalities. Yep. So, in theory, like, you know, like maths. Fuck, I can't do that. But in theory, these people should hit it off and maybe stay together and get married right married at first sight what a fucking piece of trash show um yeah 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 yeah. it's like they'll, they'll hit it off they'll go on a bunch of dates and then by the end of it you'd be like do you want to like i think they need to then like some kind of ridiculous commitment it's like you know we've gone on a few dates asshole to asshole hmm. are you ready mm-hmm. now to take the package Rosebud which party. is like a, a prolapse party are you ready to mm-hmm. go on a trip now like just the two of you to a tropical island, and you get to see each other's faces now, mm-hmm. and like, but then you're gonna be like hanging out for like two weeks. So fuck you. You hope you you hope that you've chosen the right asshole. Also, maybe mm. they should be assholes in real life. Maybe we need to find like real unlikable. Yeah, maybe that is a, just another layer. So I'm just just throwing ideas as as we're going. You know, that's good. Trying to yeah, you trying to mold. <laughs> I mean, like obviously you've got a perfect idea, but maybe. Yeah, yeah. You can always improve. Um, yeah, I think picking unlikable people is going to make it much easier to hate the show because you. I mean, this is going to be a controversial show. I mean, not unlike say Big Brother, where it's more fun to watch it when you hate everyone. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, like the un. I mean, the arrogant and cocky people. I mean, they're really like that. I mean, it's, it's assholes. It's you watch it for assholes anyway. So why not? Make everyone assholes and show their assholes. Yeah, yeah. I actually think it's pretty consistent. I think it'd be fun as well to like because you know there's always the bad guy. There's always the one that everyone hates. Yeah, like the bad. Yeah, it's just gonna be an asshole, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you think of bad guy, you you're thinking of kind of a James Bond character here, aren't you? Yeah. Like he has to, he's got like an evil moustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little, little, yeah, a bit of... Or below his asshole? He's got dingleberries Is the asshole the mouth? Everywhere. It's the mouth, oh, okay. it's the eye, it's like, it's like a, yeah, you know, it's like a, I'm picturing kind of like, um, what's that Muppet that's with the, um, the with the scientist? <laughs> and it's mouth. Yeah, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> and you're picturing their assholes being like I that. I mean, we Muppet. could put googly eyes above the assholes if that's what, you know, I'm happy to. <laughs> I mean. I'm happy to compromise with. <laughs> it's really, it sounds like you really just want a wider universe of of not just a dating show, but really like a, a whole series of um, reality shows around, or not even reality, I mean. Have I <laughs> discussed the concept of thumb wars with you, Nick Conway? <laughs> Almost daily. Almost daily. <laughs> One of my favorite programs, <laughs> movies in the 90s, was a series that I think it was Steve Odenkirk did it famously from Kung Pao yeah. um, heritage or pedigree. And um, also did these... 
thumb-based movie parodies. And that's got it's got a lot of thumb energy, this idea that you've got, which is like, I'd love to see a series of movies which is actual people's assholes. Um, not even parodies, but original material. <laughs> Game shows, Yeah, I'd love to see sitcoms. like Saving Private Ryan, but... Yeah, f- inverted. Inverted. <laughs> everyone, and everyone on rails. <laughs> only and- <laughs> the eye exposed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's expensive. Yeah, it's good. good. It's a really kind of um, well done and sensitively handled wartime scene. <laughs> so sensitive and so respectful because war is nothing to joke about. And that's why we're not joking about it. No. We're doing a movie um, with assholes. Yeah, I would respectfully really love to see like a <clears throat> like a Schindler's List or a, um, mm. or a, a Life is Beautiful, just remastered yeah. and redone. Yeah, flipped, flipped with the button exposed, visible. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Dan, you've suggested a really interesting <laughs> idea today, and I appreciate your time for this suggestion. Uh, what did you call it again? Was that Eye of pardon? Truth? Is that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, no, okay, good. Turn the old tables. Very clever. Um, you've lured me into a trap. No, wait, look, where now I'm sold on the idea. <laughs> I actually think it's a pretty good yeah, idea. Yeah, I mean, you suggested it, so I'm not surprised. Uh, <laughs> Very good. But, uh, Very dry. I don't know what you're talking about. But um, uh, look, I think that will people watch this trash that you've invented? They absolutely will. <laughs> they absolutely they will. will. Yeah. You've picked your market with that well. that Manane <laughs> stamp of approval. You've, you've, picked, you've picked the market You watch well. a Manane, you know what you're going to get. <laughs> AKA parodies of popular movies or game shows where both have... People inverted <laughs> with the button nugget. With the button nugget peeking out the edge, just saying hello. Yeah, um, very simple. Look, I think people are going to watch this because <laughs> because of it. So I think you're going to get a season out of yeah. it. You're going to get news articles out of it. Look, this is a home run as far as I'm concerned. Um, what well, you should be concerned, <laughs> yeah, because nothing's wrong. I'm concerned because yeah. nothing is wrong. And I agree that there's nothing wrong with this idea. Um, it's a home run. Yep. And that's all there I'm is. Pretty happy with that's that. That's all there is to say about that. Look, let's take a break from uh, from this idea, uh, and mm-hmm. let's have a word from our sponsor. And uh, when we come back, we'll have a fresh pitch mm. for you. Come on down to old Billy's asshole bleaching. You got an asshole, and it has spent years and years of getting brown and brown from pooing out of it. That's okay. That's the natural cycle of things, but it doesn't need to be that way. Because with old Uncle Billy's asshole bleaching, we bleach that shit right out. That's right, your asshole's gonna be as bright and shiny as a television. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to. Steamy Potential, thank you, sponsor, for those kind, 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 kind words. Uh, we just heard mm. a wonderful idea called The Eye of Truth um, about mm. love. I want to, again, tip my hat to you, Nick, for coming up with that idea. Uh, it was not I, but I appreciate Famously Nick Conway idea. A famous, famous, famous Daniel Manane idea. Loves his thumb wars. Loves his 
Loves his buttholes. And in an unprecedented move, uh, Dan's going to pitch a second idea today in a row. Yeah. Two in a row, Dan. Two in a row. Well, so really knocking him out, aren't you, mate? Yeah. Don't steal this one from me. I know you tried to steal the last one from me, but I kept held on to it. I'm sneaky like that. Um, I'm greedy. <laughs> dirty greedy boy. This one's called Off the Bench. They're old. They're cold. And they're appointed by the Governor-General on the advice of the Prime Minister. It's Off the Bench. Each episode focuses on a different fascinating case of one of these apex justices on the bench of Australia's High Court. We start with Cardinal Pell moving into gay marriage. Then Ray Canavan, uh, Ray Canavan where politicians with dual citizenship were removed from office. Wow, these steamy seven from heaven are dealing out the justice. Then we move right into case M342021, Australian Building and Construction Commissioner versus Patterson and Anor, which is a complicated union case involving something about pecuniary penalty provisions and a no-ticket, no-start policy and some misleading representation about another person's obligations to... Ah, fuck it. The cameraman walks out of the courtroom. Now it's their journey. It's off the bench, and it's Janie Ludlam, a camera person, who goes on a journey of self-discovery. It's Eat, Pray, Film. She films and narrates everything she does with her bulky camera equipment and boom mic operator, Michael, who goes by the nickname Mick. Will she finally find love in the crazy city of Canberra, or is she getting out? Her father dies in the UK, and she has to decide whether to go to his funeral or not. Or maybe she'll just drop it all and finally go on that trip to South America she's always dreamed of with Mick and film it all. She's getting off the bench. It's off the bench. Hey, mate. Just copy that up. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, put that in there. <clears throat> there you go. Off the bench. So it is about Australia's high court. And I don't know whether it's... Uh, I guess it's kind of a documentary about each um, interesting case in the High Court. So the first few episodes, pretty interesting cases. You know, Cardinal Pell, uh, legalization, like federal legalization of gay marriage. Um, But then there's actually not that many interesting cases. So I think about halfway through the season, the cameraman, or in this case, camera woman, just gets really bored and just walks out of filming with the camera still rolling. And now the show is about her. Now it's her. Will she, won't she, coming of age of this camera woman? So you've already planned still the committed pivot. to filming everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's You're pre-planned like, pivoting. Oh, I've got an idea. That doesn't have legs. But if I pivot <laughs> yeah. halfway through that idea. I was saving this pivot for the most boring idea. <laughs> At first I thought I would watch a show about Australia's high court. And God knows they've probably tried to make one. Not unlike, um, what do we got? Suits, Silk, um, Rake, Boston Legal, Night Court. These are but a few. Judge Judy. Of <clears throat> Judge Judy. Judge Joe Brown. Yes, true. That British judge one. Don't know what it's called. Oh, they got a British judge British, one? Yeah, a British judge one. Damn, I would watch that. Um, I like a good court procedural, and this is the most procedural kind of court just Australia's to, high court just to, just to wind back so like okay so for example yeah. episode yeah, one yeah, yeah. like I think like yeah. you know Cardinal Pell gay marriage like great mm-hmm. great 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 
is this yeah yeah like a reenactment or are we actually looking at like real like footage from the film and stuff? I think it's a reenactment. Yeah. Okay. I'm not totally sure. I think it's a slight fictionalization and you get to like, I think you, you have like characters play the real uh, justices. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And then are these so you, like, are, are we like the outcome of the case? Is that of interest to us? Like, is, are we doing like a whole episode? You know, like, like for example, like, I mean, Cardinal Pell moving into gay marriage. I don't really know. I'm not really familiar with, with that particular case. I'm obviously familiar with the Cardinal Pell um, mm-hmm. historical sexual abuse allegations. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, and that was that was quite a case. And that was, like, a very interesting case. And obviously it's a case that ended up sending him to, to prison. And then he appealed yep. and he remained in prison. And then he got out. He got re- appealed again and is now out. Well, you should You should write the show. And he just like, and it happened very quietly, right? Like he just kind of got out and mm. um, it was because I think it was, would have been in like the, the middle of the pandemic and it just like kind of just got swept yeah, under true. the rug. People just kind of didn't mm. pay much attention to it, which is um, yeah. disappointing. So like, is, is, are we following like how deep or is this just like mainly about the camera, camera woman? And um, no, no, absolutely. I mean, the, first, like first episode would be, would come out swinging and, I feel like it's something that, you know, John Fain or some other politico um, radio jock would be like, this is Australia's television is is back in business. Like, this is real hard-hitting stuff. Okay, it's dramatized. And you really, like, get to know all the justice, like, the real justices. But it really goes deep into the cases. It doesn't leave anything out. Um like are we- so it would go, you know, you'd have like a fictionalized version of Pell and, you know, it would come right up to like modern day, like recent um, developments, the whole story. Because like, I mean, for example, with the, um, the Pell thing specifically, and maybe just because it is quite recent mm. that it's like fresh in my mind, like you could spend, you'd only spend a season yeah, following that, following, you know, with stuff back from the 80s when it occurred to him like... You know, he was in the Vatican. <laughs> he was the treasurer. Like mm. he was kind of like potentially a pope. <laughs> like, yeah, um, Damn, he was. Can you imagine Australian pope. Australian pope. Mm. Outrageous. And <laughs> what silliness! What silliness! Yeah, um, you know, he was almost a pope. So like, he was, he was in, he was in the Vatican, and then mm. obviously. Yeah, sent to, went and refused to come to Australia, you know, but then eventually went and obviously arrested and put in prison. And, like, you know, it's like a big, like, you'd spend a whole season talking about this, you know, you've, you've pivoted halfway through. I'm like, yeah. you know, if you want to do a procedural about the High Court of Australia, like, you can almost just do a fucking yeah. TV show about Cardinal Pell. So I'm curious, like, the, you know, you've you've mentioned what, the re Canavan. Um, this is the case of um, citizenship where, like, a, a, a few MPs so got... So many MPs got kicked, yeah, out. kicked out of Parliament yeah. and, yeah, really yeah. Um, threw everything. Interesting stuff, yeah. Like, and, and this is the journey I went on. I was like, the High Court deals with some interesting cases and these are three of them and they're the only three. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what do you do? Do you do a whole season about each one? Maybe, but no. That's not this show. This show is. <laughs> this show is maybe a couple episodes each. K 
case. Oh, maybe us. And then it quickly runs out of steam. <laughs> the first episode blows through those three cases. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you really, uh, really get There were really three seasons of ideas hour. here. <laughs> <laughs> you did it in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> really blew through it. Now, really the clip now it's just about this. And <laughs> now they're like, now it's French. Just does like a scrolling <laughs> Star Wars introduction that just kind of sums up the last 20 years of Cardinal Pell. Okay, now you're caught up. Um, here's kind of the, the skim over the, the court's okay. notes from... Yeah, um, okay, here we go. Uh, but have you met one. this lady and she's kind of dating a cameraman <laughs> called Mick, will they, won't they? Let's, let's do that yeah. now. <laughs> let's do now that yeah. for five seasons. I think I'm just worried that, okay, let me withdraw partly my my offense and say, maybe maybe give a season to each court case, let it breathe. Um, and then when it runs out of steam, which I promise it will, and people will still be clamoring for more. I mean, this will be like the Australian The Crown, no doubt. It'll be true to history. It'll be like meticulously done, beautifully casted. And then unlike The Crown, which... Well, maybe like the crown because the British royal family kind of got a bit boring after Diana. This is probably going to lose steam like the crown probably will. Um, and then when it does, <clears throat> then the pivot begins. Yeah, yeah. free plan. And then the cameraman just walks out. Fuck yeah. Like, and we have a new story. Great, 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 great. And like, I think, you know, have this camera, uh, have the, what is it? So who is, she's a, who is Janie Ludlam? She's a camera person. She's the camera woman. Okay. Yeah, and then who's person. Michael? The boom mic operator. Oh, boom mic. Okay, right. So, she's not the reporter and he's... The, okay. So, she films and and he does audio. Okay. So, neither of them are like... Yeah. Like personalities on television. That's great. That's great. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's lovely. They're professionals, which is to say they've been paid for five seasons of hard-hitting kind of highbrow court mockumentary work um but fuck this fourth season is boring as hell it's just union stuff it's who said what it's did they fill out the right budget forms and they just walk off they stage a walk off yeah great but still film because they gotta no no that's that's perfect and like yeah i i like people will be like what (laughs) but good you know (laughs) like Mm. it's time it's time and yeah australian procedure yeah and how did they get three seasons in? And now they changed. <laughs> that's like, why, and why would that's they? brave? Now it's a whole new TV show. Yeah, yeah why? Why not just make a new yeah. TV show? We've never met these people before. They've been behind <laughs> the camera. <laughs> we've been following the lawyers. We've been following the prosecution and the defense. We've been following the yeah. We've been the the plaintiff and like you know the defendant. Yeah. We've been following all these people, and it's you know it's kind of well, like, like right um, in the middle of will the prosecutor get together with their paralegal? Like we've been seeing them on dates, oh, yeah, 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 and now we never see them again. Like it's a real underbelly vibe of of you know, mm. it's a, yeah, it's got underbelly, a little bit of underbelly yeah. vibe. You know, you're following this, this bit true story, and it's like great. Like we're seeing some of the biggest cases in modern Australia. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, hard mm. back in the Cardinal Pell thing. Like when that was unfolding, it was censored, yeah, right? Like all the newspapers get would, like put their like front page, which is just like it's the biggest story of the year, and we aren't allowed to like tell. <laughs> mm, true, you know, like. Yeah. And that was like, you know, building this kind of myth, mythos around it. And 
Mm. Yeah, great. You got this thing, and then, like, we're like, great. Oh man, the first three seasons have been incredible. A little the attention to detail, and the fourth season, mm-hmm. you just introduce these two fictional characters who are worried mm-hmm. about going to South America for a trip, and like, will they? Won't they? It's a whole new show, and yeah. you you're taking that you're taking that that viewership, and you're just kind of. Just fucking them just a little bit, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of betraying their trust. Or, I mean, (laughs) or maybe it's like, maybe it's actually more like rather than gently fucking them, maybe it's a little bit more like staring them dead in the eye, barreling down the camera and being like, I get it. I get you. This is a boring season, isn't it? We know that it is. We ran out of good court cases. So we're going to give you what you want. Which is fucking will they won't they? (laughs) Will they won't they? (laughs) So here you go. And it's still in the world. It's not like we're going to leave the world of the High Court. The High Court still exists, but peripherally, she'll flick on the TV and see something about, I don't know, this union case or an update from Cardinal Pell. But I can't stress it's not important to the new story. We need to promise. Maybe we keep promising that there is like a big case. <laughs> never deliver. Yeah, okay. Keep that stringing it's, them it's along. Swinging back. Yeah. Just keep like, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a juicy case in this, but mm, mm. I won't tell. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of kind of like Stephanie Meyer's New Moon, where, oh, fuck, Eclipse? Hard to say. The one where Edward's not there for most of the book, and you're like, okay, it takes a dip, it dips in the middle. But I promise it's all worth it and it's all building the suspense. Oh, is this one where Edward um, disappears for a bit, Bunch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that is. Yeah. What's the first one? Is Twilight. Twilight, yeah. Then Eclipse. Self. Um, it's been so long since I read all these books and I did read them all. Uh, yeah. Twilight, Eclipse, New Moon, Breaking Dawn, I think. Breaking Dawn. And then Dawn. Midnight Sun for those Edward ah, files out there. That was the. Uh, yeah, great, great. I, I've got a friend who. Like when the book like first came out, because it came out like, mm-hmm. a long time before. She she was in Phoenix when the book came out, yeah, and was like great, and like was just in a bookstore and bought it and like loved hmm. it, and was like when the second one came out, she like got it specially ordered from like America to come to Australia <laughs> because she's like yeah, I want to read the second one. Well, no, just because it hadn't like taken off, so it wasn't like oh, getting okay. the um, it wasn't like in the American version. It's got all the, it's got it's got all the like slurs that you can't put in the Australian one. Yeah, um, right. It hadn't taken off. That's true. Yeah, it took it. It was a bit of a sleeper. You know, um, I think probably until the movies came out. Yeah, because the books came out two thousand five and two thousand six and seven. But then when did the films come out? Mm-hmm. Not till like two thousand eight. So like the the series had almost finished being written before the first film. Yeah. So really, she was almost into the third. She was into the third book by the time. It was like, oh, everyone's talking about this now. Now they're making a film out of it. So, anyway, I'm getting mm. totally sidetracked. Um, <laughs> no, this is, but that's the spirit of this show, which is, is just to kind of say, nah, it's a bit boring now. Let's pick something else. It's, let's go and that might some... be the Twilight story. Thing is, like, it's just, it's, it's kind of funny because you've like, you just like grazed on, like I said, like if you know, if you'd come into this this episode, and like, mm-hmm. um, look, we're gonna take like this real massive event that occurred in Australia, probably one of the biggest things, yeah. biggest news stories that like 
basically evaporated because of because of the pandemic. Like hmm. I think, like because we had the pandemic, we also had like those the the, the bushfire season um, that was mm-hmm. massive in Australia, and just kind of all of that kind of swept and like obviously and for good reason took took the attention. But this equally hmm. kind of affecting and massive case that 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 occurred with Cardinal Pell just kind of evaporated out of nowhere. Um, yeah. After following it for so long, so like I think like if you'd come in like I want to like do that story and do it well and like mm-hmm. follow what's happened since that we've all forgotten about, you mm-hmm. know, like where is he now? What's going on? I would have been like, yeah, that's a great idea, but instead, well, you've given that half mm-hmm. a sentence. <laughs> 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 I got bigger fish to fry <laughs> than Cardinal. <laughs> I love I'll that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm all about uh, who's um, so. I mean, I don't care about who the fuck plays these other people. Who plays Janie Ludlam and Michael? Michael. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> who plays yeah. the the people that we kind of meet in the <laughs> in episode three? I guess I thought of it as kind of a um, a Lisa McCune mm. type character. Yeah, good. That's who I was kind of I- imagining. Good. Yeah. For those um, who I guess don't I, know who yeah. Lisa McCune is, she's Australian actress. She's been on like I mean I don't think she's like known outside of um, Australia, is she? I don't think so. I don't think she kind of broke quite into the world stage. She was in Blue Healers. That was probably like did that was that just yeah. Australia though? Was that the, that's how I tried to remember her name? I punched in Blue Healers. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, I couldn't quite grab it. Okay, apparently she was in a... Um, oh, no, that's also Peter Hallier. No, that's just Australian. Yeah, don't think she's... I think she's... she's a, Escaped Australia. She's basically the, the darling of, like, Australian dramas. <laughs> she's yeah. She's in, like, fucking everything. It's just She always looks the same since probably the early 90s. She hasn't aged She always just... behaves the same, acts the same... And it's always re- like it's bankable and reliable. Yeah, exactly. I think that would work. You're like, if anything, if I saw a drama without her in it, I'd be like, "This is weird." <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, couldn't get McCune." Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> what went wrong? Yeah, McCune turned that down. Interesting. So we'll get McCune in, and then obviously we need someone to bounce off her. So obviously Peter Hellier, I think, would be a perfect. Obviously, Peter Hellier yeah. would be a perfect Michael yeah. to. And for those who don't know, who Peter Hellier is he's. Uh, Comedian turned actor. He's there's the, probably about fifteen the people on Australian television. There's the same fifteen people, and two of those fifteen are Peter Hellier and Lisa McCune. Lisa McCune's mm. in every drama. Peter Hellier's in everything, every comedy. <laughs> He's in yeah. <laughs> yeah, panel shows. He's in football talk shows. He's in. He's on radio. He is in some dramas. He's perfectly unoffensive. Oh yeah. Like, he's the definition of nothing special. Like, if I was to... Yeah, exactly. Like, his comedy is inoffensive and fine. You know? He's great. It's just like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I was to sum up Peter Hellier in a sentence, it would Do be it. this sentence. Do it. Hey, guys, how are you going? <laughs> that's how yeah. I'd sum him up. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's scathing. That's a scathing review of who he is oh, as a human I thought it was kind of nice. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, well, that's to say he is perfectly nice He's a real, yeah, you're right, he's a real how you going kind of guy He's the how you going It's like, uh, oh yeah, oh, that guy Yeah uh, Yeah, well, um, I look forward to maybe that one being the one 
that we get to pitch. <laughs> we blow past <laughs> all these great ideas to really cut down. I to think Lisa it's a little McKinnon bit of a and Peter Hanger <laughs> going to South America. <laughs> I actually would watch that. Um, I mean, part of, I guess we have to do at some point talk strategy of, you know, we take this idea into the pitch room and I guess you want to plant, like for for example, if I was a, if I was a smarter person, I would say that I've planted this really interesting, good idea of Cardinal Pell in the middle of a stinker and that you've sort of revealed the delicacy within the fruit chalk. I can't, I mean, I didn't do that. I just got bored with the high court thing and thought it'd be more fun if we had Lisa McCune and Peter Hellier, I guess, doing it. Yeah. And I don't actually want to see that now yeah. that I think of it. <laughs> we'll, have, um, we'll put tasteful yeah. sheets over the top. Pick someone else. Yeah. It'd be like one of those like, sex scenes <laughs> Like where... a Hasidic Jew. Yeah. <laughs> they do it through a hole. Good. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be one of those sex scenes where like they finish It's actually it exactly what you're clothes. suggesting in your idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's say we invert them and all you can see is their asshole. <laughs> um, Great. No, I, but if we took it in and we were like, yeah, there's a show about Cardinal Pell. That's not so important. But the important thing is the cameraman, if we were really smart, we'd let our stupid producer-to-be to discover the nugget and be like, hang on, I think you've got something here. Basically uh, exactly what you did just now, right? Plant. So, plant so plant like, a um, sneaky. Like, like Socratic questioning. Do you know, do you know that mm. term? Yeah. Yeah. Where you, um, yeah, great. You Sneak. just plot the ideas. Know that term. You ask the questions so that they kind of work it out for themselves. And they're like, oh, and then they think it was their idea. And then they're more on board yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I really like that. I think if we did the whole pitch as a series of Socratic questions, I'd be even more inclined to think <laughs> they would like it. Convince so if we walk in and we're like, slam our manila folders down and we're like, what's real? And they're like, um, material things. And we're like, how do you know? They're like, well, I can touch it. And like, what else can you touch? And they're like, um, my butt. And then you're like, what does a butt look like? And they're like, I don't know, like a little brown button. And we're like, would you like to see two people show their butts at a date? And they're like, yes. And like, hmm, good idea. <laughs> well thought of. Well thought it's of. It's called producer. Eye of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> you came up and with you that. Just, Let me just you write just that told down. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you that? You just did. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is one way to go about the Socratic questioning. And <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't really know what it is. It's a very direct line, and I like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Socrates was like, what does a butt look like? That was how he started all his powerful <laughs> uh, lines of argument, and he took it from there. <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> What's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Mm, brown. Good. Because <laughs> I've got the show for you. Great. <laughs> Settle down. That's the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Okay, interesting. 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 Yeah, how you doing there? Yeah, good. Just my microphone went a little haywire, but we're back. We're back. For some reason, the tape, um, and by tape, I mean the elastic band, got a little little stretchier, so... um, if anyone listening to this at home, my microphone doesn't fit into my mic stand, so I've got an elastic band to hold it there. And sometimes when I get excited, 
I accidentally bump it and then it slips down. And then I have to spend a lot of yeah. time filtering through to remove the sound of, you know, the microphone bobbing around. That's mm. just the professional life of a professional person. <laughs> it is professional. You've concocted your own um, dynamic to condenser mic adapter in the form of a bit of an old bit. Yeah. <laughs> bit yeah. of an old bone. It's yeah. bespoke. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so maybe that's, maybe we're happy with that kind of amount of ideas. How are you feeling about it? I am also good with the amount of ideas that have been presented. What's your favorite one of the ideas and why? Um, I'm being Socrates right now. Yeah. Um, not really. What's your your favorite belief? What's your favorite belief? And why is it wrong? I'm Socrates. Direct questions. (laughs) I'm not coming to any conclusions. What's Uh, the best philosophy you've ever thought of? Between, so, yeah. So between Eye of Truth, the dating show where people just have arsehole exposed and off the bench. Nick's the best idea taking ever. Yep. the best high court Australia's high court profile, blowing through them to mm-hmm. do a will they won't they about, In about two 20 inconsequential minutes, yeah. people. Uh, yeah, I like uh, off the bench. I think more. Okay, is that the right answer? I, only because I it's see just the Socratic method. there being more than you know. He's still not sure how to do that. Only because uh, it's probably got a few more, a few more episodes. Mm. It's also like possible to show it on TV. I think you'd struggle to find the uh, the platform that would allow full, not frontal, because it's bactal nudity. Do you think What's the opposite of frontal? Bactal method. Yeah. Hmm. Bactal. The bactal test. That's, that's what they call it. If the there's an asshole visible, then it passes the back backdoor test. Do you think? Do you think a lot? <laughs> and of that's the name of the episode now. So the that's bactal cool. Test. <laughs> Great. Yeah. The bactal test. Episode one. There's your pilot. There's your pilot's name. For I have true. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, shall we call it there, my man? Yeah. Let's take a water break. And by water break, I mean go home. Yeah. And have a little nap and think about what we did here today. Mm. Um, thank you, friends, for joining us as we learned about the Eye of Truth and Off the Bench. As always, if you have an idea that you want us to pitch and you're not a famous person, we can't stress that enough. No famous people yeah. on this show. Um, please write into us, steamypotentialpodcast at gmail.com. Or is it just steamy potential? I, know, I can't stress enough. Every time. <laughs> it's just Stevie Potential. I know it's hard to believe that that Stevie Potential already didn't exist, but it really didn't. <laughs> Turns out it's hugely unpopular. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay, it's incredibly unpopular. That's the, that's the mnemonic. Um, Think, oh, would I buy this already? Nope. nope. Socratic method, steamy potential at Still don't know Got it. what that means. You don't quite know. Got it in one. Socratic. But, um, yes, steamy potential at gmail.com. <laughs> We're not buying our own domain name. That's insane. Um, yeah, if you have some ideas, please send them in. If you know of a friend who would like this while they wash dishes or drive or just potter around and they want to listen wash cars. to this, washing cars, drive dishes, okay, um, mm-hmm. to their job as a dishwasher. Uh, please, uh, please, chuck it on, you know? It's, uh, it's a word-of-mouth industry. Is it? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we have no statistics. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Until next time. And-
Up to the stars. Else you burn in hell with us, you keep your foreskin, your whole wiener else. 